What is going on, everybody? Episode 22. Coming at you. Of the PA Piledriver Podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Chris, as always, because hey, Chris hey. is dedicated. Brian, <laughs> once, once again, not here. But he actually has an excuse this week. He's at the beach. And we all know I don't think that's being COVID safe. So Brian, you heard me. Wow. I'm throwing shots. I can do that. Yeah, you are. I can Coming, in hot. Right out there. Coming in hot today. I threw it out. But, of course, we had the same man last week. He's here again to fill in that spot because, like I just said, Brian, Brian's not dedicated. It's all right, though. It's okay. It's all right. Mario is here once again. Hey. How's it going, everybody? Oh, man. You know, this week in wrestling. This week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. This week in wrestling. <laughs> a lot's developed over – in a week. Uh, oh, shoot. Don't forget, we completely glossed over uh, – Smackdown from last week, so it's uh, true. it didn't get put in last uh, podcast. Do we cover it or do we ignore that that week, week ever happened? <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that week ever happened, Mario. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> Honestly, we're talking about Smackdown, so really nothing did happen uh, except true. for last night. Well, sort of, but we'll, we'll get, get it. We'll, we'll get, get into it. <laughs> we will get there. We will get there. But. Um, I, I, I was going to say something about PPW, and I totally forget what I was going to say. But, all right. PPW that's, news. PPW news. There is? Well, I, we I thought that's what you just said. Well, yeah, but I forgot what it was. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I, they did put a little teaser out, though. That's what it was. Okay, on Instagram. There we go. It's slowly coming back. I knew we could do it. I, I, we could get me back. Uh, the official so podcast on, of PPW. Well, no, Chris. That's not what he said. That uh, the that's what I heard. That's not. First of all, we 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 messed up. We didn't get the show, so that was step one. And we already messed up. So I mean, I'm not sure what you mean. Official. I think we'll be official. I'll throw it out there. You know, because our buddy Tony over Tony Attack loved Tony. I don't know if you guys saw the best of PPW the episode they just released. He was at the end in one of those PPW high voltage black polos. Hmm. Wow. Is uh, PPW having events again? No, not yet. But that's as to what I was going to say as I got off track. They, uh, Midas Black from the main event posted on Instagram, can't wait to wrestle again. And then PPW put it on their Instagram story and said, stay tuned with a bunch of exclamation points. Mm-hmm. So, so that makes me a little... Uh, well, curious. Well, when we know something, you will find out here because this, know. this is the the original, the official, the only podcast that matters for PPW. Brought to you and sponsored by PPW. No, what Chris just said, I love because we just bought a bunch of OC stuff. That's right. The only podcast that matters. I like it. What's your shirts over there, by the way? I'm looking at it, right. Ah. I totally didn't pick up. Two OC Club shirts and an ugly Christmas sweater over the past weekend. That definitely didn't happen. They had some great sales. They did. I also got a Daniel Bryan shirt and a Rusev shirt. That's besides the point. But uh, I so almost bought we'll- my wife a shirt that turns out I already bought her. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Gave it to her. <laughs> I sent her two different uh, Ronda shirts, Ronda Rousey shirts. And I was like, which one do you want? And she was like, oh, you got me this one already. <laughs> Eric, so not that one. Yeah. So, Chris, you know what you should buy her? 
What? You know what you should buy, Chris? Hmm. The PA Piledriver Podcast t-shirt. That's, that's, that's what you need right there. some good shirts. We do have some good shirts. That's the only thing you sold. Because once we sell them all, I was doing a little bit of budgeting, mm-hmm. go through Amazon. And once we sell them all, I will tell you, we will be able to purchase some nice equipment. Whoa. I tell you what. All right. And uh, also to help with our ideas that we have as far as a, one of those. Mm. So mm-hmm i've been doing my research nice plus so but yeah i think we're so i know people i said it last week i said i weren't sure what we were gonna do as far as we're going weekly or bi-weekly because of me going to college mm-hmm. but after receiving all the information i need i can confirm we will stay a weekly podcast we will not Exciting. go bi-weekly because well i only have two in-person classes so uh yeah i'm only at the i'm only at the university it's not a university it's college i'm only at the college two hours monday through thursday so that's nothing so but yeah we'll remain weekly and once we get more i tell you what i think i really want to cover that uh show in new york that's happening in two Mm. weeks even though we won't be there um i will definitely want to cover that and like pbw they can come back whenever they want Mm-hmm. Also, want to start talking to, uh, and uh, we'll. I will, I'm gonna watch more of their videos. But Outbreak Wrestling, I've mentioned them before out of Hamburg. Yeah. Uh, they do quarantine episodes, and uh, they have seven of those. So, like, you know, it's kind of like a WWE. Well, before no fans, and they're just filming a bunch of, bunch of matches. So, uh, it might be, you know, we have some connections there. We definitely have the connections. Thankfully, I'm a, I'm a people person, so we know. So the network of indie wrestling is strong. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. true. This is very true. And, we also uh, have that one in planes that we want to go to forever, and it never happens. We'll get there. Someday. We will get there someday. Someday. So, no, all right. Well, oh, go ahead, Mario. Go I was going to say, what's interesting, thanks to COVID, hopefully not entirely thanks to COVID, uh, Johnny Morin and uh, Christina Marie have both been champions for over a year now. Congratulations to both of them. Someone has done their research. I love it, Mario. I love it. I love it. Yes. The, the man, Johnny Moran, would be proud. He, he's not the man anymore, Chris. Chris, how many times do I have to tell you this? <laughs> no, he's the dark he's horse. the dark horse. But who else is the dark horse? I forget. Is it Bronson Reed? Oh, I thought it was Katy Perry. Well, maybe, but Bronson Reed. <laughs> Johnny Moran is uh, not able to keep a moniker. because. But here's the thing. He comes up with them yeah. before the other person. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So he went to the man, then Becky Lynch came and took it. And yep. then he went to the dark horse. And then now Bronson Reed has him. Like, what the heck? Johnny Moran can't get a free. He'll do it. He's just he just needs to be Johnny Moran. I'm telling you, <laughs> a wrestler pops up in NXT and his name is Johnny yeah. Moran. Just end it. End it. Just be no name. Just be no name. Be That's vacant. Right. Make your name vacant. <laughs> bacon is champion. All I right. like it. But yes, no, Johnny Moran and Christina Marie. Uh yeah, last month, July. Trying to think what else. If this quarantine and uh, no shows keep happening, October, which is two months, I, that'll be here before you know it, though, will be uh, Isaac Rule one year as champion. So he's nice. 10 months into No Limits title. Main event will be a year as champion in October. Dang. Um, but we've got a vacant PPW title. So Yeah, so once uh, COVID's over, I uh, will have my title match for the vacant <laughs> That's right. Uh, w World Championship versus Brian for third chair. <laughs> a surprise entrance in the ladder match. <laughs> yeah, they make they make it a six way ladder or whatever. 
Yep. I have a theory. And while we're talking about this, I have a yeah. theory. And PBW, hear me out on this because I like it. I like it. Of course, I don't know everything that goes on the back, but for the fourth man, because we have Deshaun Pratt, Facade, and Bro Keller, you know who you need your fourth man to be? Sean Carr. You need to have Sean Carr. Yeah. Decide it. Throwing out there, speaking it into existence. Also, another thing I'd like to speak into existence because it's not going to happen at Atomic Championship Wrestling because we got our hearts destroyed. Uh, Adina Steele versus Lana Lennox, one-on-one, just one-on-one. No tag, no third person, nothing. Yeah. Just one-on-one. That's what, that's what Chris and I need. That's what like, the people literally, want. It's what, it's what the people want. I actually, a friend of mine who, uh, it's, it's, I, he was the reason I got into wrestling. He was a big wrestling fan. One of my first friends. We were young. He's moved to Texas since. But he's been texting me the past couple of weeks. We've been talking a lot. And I sent him, Chris, that video of our interview with Lena Lennox. Yeah. He freaking lost his mind. He thought it was the best thing ever. He's like, dude, that girl is a star. I'm like, I know. Yeah. And, I and she's like, huh. And he starts laughing. Huh. She said, you guys can't come. And he just starts, <laughs> he just starts laughing. I'm like, okay, yeah, because that's the funny part. That's right. And if she's listening, it's, she is a star already and the greatest female superstar that I've ever seen perform. Well, I mean, ever. Yeah, if she's listening, freaking yeah. Yeah. Well, but what if Christina Marie's listening at the same time? That's a great point. I'm not sure that I've actually ever seen Christina Marie. Yes, you have. So at that impact show? No, February when we went, we did all those interviews. Remember, uh, it was when we were having a little bit of a break because that other people were using the equipment, and it was Facade and Danny Moe versus Deshaun Pratt and hmm. Christina Marie in a mixed tag match. Well, Chris, you're supposed to remember this stuff, man. That's true. That was a crazy yeah. night. We only saw like, dude, yeah, so that was a fun. It was so crazy, but it was a ton of fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Plus, the, it was it was wild. I was that like that night. I got home and was like dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about PBW in a while, so I'm glad we. Hit I'm kind of yeah, glad we're kind of. I think episode five of right five or six. I don't know which episode number we're at. I should probably look that up. Right. Coming out, man. They've been putting some bangers out as far as picking. Oh oh oh. For, yeah. For the best of. Right right. Uh, man, a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on. The best of man. They I mean, on it. Sean Carr recently. <laughs> Um, who else? Richard, Richard Holiday, MLW star. Who else? We had Nyla Rose. Um, mm. We had a lot. We had a lot of great matches. Of course, I think we had an SPF match. Why wouldn't we? We also had an AJ Styles match, a Jake Hager match. I mean, pretty a Mercedes Martinez match. Brian's not here to talk about her. That's right. We'll talk about her come Wednesday night because we there's will. some cool stuff happening with her. So, all right. I think we're good. We got our we got our plugs in. We got our we got our mentions. We got our speaking into existent matches <laughs> in, and uh, so let's right into it. I'm gonna pull up the raw results here because raw was an interesting one, fellas. It really yeah, it was. was. It really uh, was. Going into the night, it was already announced that uh, Drew McIntyre would come face to face with Randy Orton. Shane McMahon was returning, and there was a United States Championship match between Apollo Cruz and MVP. Uh, so that was coming into the night. That was already announced. Uh, then the opening bell was Cruz defeating MVP. Uh, Bleacher Report gave this a C plus. I honestly didn't see it because I was still working. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did any of you guys see it or no? I did, but um, nothing super memorable. It was good to see Apollo back though. Yeah, yeah. I never thought MVP would be back ever. Yeah, right. Like in the kind of role he's in because he was at PPW in 2018 of May. Oh, okay. Or, no, was it? No, I'm sorry, not. 
what am I saying? 2019 of May. Okay. May of 2019. Yes, words. I'm good at them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and he he was in a six man tag with South Philly's finest. Don't ask me who they fought because I wasn't there. <laughs> but yeah, then we had a little promo in the back. Oscar, uh, Shannon Baszler send message to the golden role models which chris man how are you liking what you wanted to happen it's so far so good so far so good in my dream my dream role they lose the tag championships first i think that's what ends up happening yeah because we need well i don't know though because lately it seems like we're getting some teasers that the iconics Mm -hmm. there could be a peyton roy single run on the way that's that's been out there don't know but that goes into the next part of raw the ko show man i love kevin owens he's so so great so fantastic and another thing i love about him is not underdog but kind of i guess scruffy you could say he's not like the most jack guy in the world like he doesn't go to the gym every every day for eight hours i mean if you do that great i love your commitment but i'm not that committed uh then we had, but anyway, so I love Kevin Owens. I have a bunch of Kevin Owens shirts. Then we had Ru- him. He had Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan and the Iconics. And then it led into a match of kind of a, kind of a reunion. Kind of a. Yeah, it was very um, Jerry Springer. Not, not so much Jerry Springer, more like Maury or like one of the more tame ones. But he was like, and Liv Morgan is coming out right now. <laughs> and Ruby was like, oh, no. You are the father. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, love Liv Morgan. Love yeah, me too. Yeah, I think, you know, um, you know, that's all I got is, you know. Bleacher yeah. Report gave that segment a B minus. Um, then we had Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton come face to face. Randy Orton has got the man by his side now, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Mr. Wu himself, Ric Flair. I guess since one Flair is off TV, you got to pull the other one on. <laughs> I guess that's the only thing you can do. Um, but yeah, that segment got an A. I, I SummerSlam is going to be good. SummerSlam. Yeah, is I think good. so. Are they still thinking they're going to have an actual arena, or did they officially move it to the Performance Center? Because I have not seen. If I haven't heard. Happened. I. I mean, I don't think they would expect to have. No. A real show. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm still holding out. SmackDown Live, October 30th. Oh. Come on, Mohegan Sun Arena. Let's do it. Happy birthday to me. Let's go to – and Brian, happy birthday to us. Let's go to SmackDown. Don't get too excited, my friend. I know. It's... <laughs> also, I'd also like to make an apology to folks because oh. – do you remember uh, – for our faithful listeners, all five of you, um, uh, remember a few weeks ago I said – how I thought Parks and Rec was better in the office. And you're like, and you don't want to get political. <laughs> I, I have to apologize. They're even. Okay, they're even. Oh. No, better than the other. I, All right. Because I was just going through Parks and Rec for the fourth time. And then then I went back to the uh, No joke, guys. I, I'm going through the, my 15th time through the office. So. Nice. Right, but that's it just hit me. I want to apologize. To a very mediocre show. What? Oh, no. So that's a lot of time committed to a very mediocre show. I mean, I've seen Friends a lot. A lot, a lot. Friends is where it's at. I'm afraid Mario disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to make that apology out there. Uh, back to Raw here. We have Nia Jax suspended indefinitely. Thank God. Was, I, hope, I wish that was real. She was not pleased about that announcement. 
She deserves it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was bad. But this segment from Bleacher Report got a D. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, it was. I didn't see it. Looks really cringy, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we had new 24-7 champion, Akira Tozawa. I love the belt. Don't like the people on the belt. I'm really upset they took it off Shelton. I thought they could have made Shelton like a dominant one and he wouldn't lose it for a while. All right. But I, nah. I mean, also, did you know, Chris, I don't know if I told you this. I told my, I, I told my dad, I, I think I told Brian, that at um, Extreme Rules with the ninjas when they had the, you know, the big guy. And I, yes. Did you know who one of the ninjas were? I heard. You did? I did tell you? Yes. Oh, I did tell you. Okay. Facade, man. The neon one. The neon ninja. His shirt's over there somewhere. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, man, that, oh, that's so cool. Super like, cool. Hey, you know this guy that I almost interviewed, but he had a spot in the main event? And he was <laughs> bleachers. Like, dude, that would have been lit. But uh, this, uh, this got an F, by the way. This oh, super. 24-7 title change got an F. Yeah. All right. And then we had Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Resulting in no contest. Nothing happened. Got a C. C is for cookie. That's good enough. Protecting everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Baszler. I'm glad that they brought her back, though, because I heard for a while that Vince wasn't high on her. I I heard that, too. I was like, no, she's like amazing. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, bro, this doesn't make sense for you not to like her. Every UFC person you bring in, you just like to push to the stars. So. I'm not saying Ronda or Brock didn't deserve it, but Ronda didn't deserve it. But uh, I Shana, think Ronda she was just forced. turned forty this week. Ronda? Or not Ronda? Shayna Baszler just turned forty this week. Oh, wow. Forty? Whoa! Yeah. I didn't think she was that old. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. Okay. I hope I then, was at forty. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had the last hour. The last hour. Shay McMahon introduced us. To the debut of Raw Underground. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Lucha Underground. That's right. Or Fight Club. Or Fight Club, <laughs> exactly. Or Fight Club. Um, I don't know what to think about this. I, I really don't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got, I've seen both on the internet. I've seen positive and I've seen negative. But I will admit I've seen more negative than I've seen positive. I felt very good about it until the Hurt Business showed up i was less interested when that happened i'm gonna but, be i'm uh, the opposite way around I'm oh really more interested when their business showed up i mean yeah yeah i'm I optimistic should, yeah. yeah me too i'm optimistic about it i if they but again this has been sick man so mm-hmm. you gotta be uh, new things are definitely needed especially if they want to try and reverse this trend of yeah uh, less and less viewers Yep. Especially while the competition is growing each week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something yep. new, so it's going to turn a lot of people off. But, but hopefully enough people will give it a chance. Yeah. It's just something. like I'm all about trying new things. But like they went hard this week. Like Monday, like weeks and weeks and weeks will go by where nothing like new happens. Mm-hmm. And then this week we have – raw underground we didn't talk about retribution yet but we have like this these uh technical difficulties you know i'm talking about Mm -hmm. they have like mic issues and this retribution gang is showing up and molotov cocktails and that's a big deal and then we have a tag team you know champion getting poisoned (laughs) like there are like 
big things happening all in one episode. I was like, can we space these well, things out? When we get to that, I have a funny story about Yeah, sorry, I didn't poison. mean that. When we get there. Spoiler. So next, which, you know, this has got no grade. Raw Underground got no grade. It literally says incomplete grade. That's all it says. Um, I like the beginning for sure. Mm-hmm. But next part, we had Angela Dawkins versus Angel Garza, um, Montes and Montez Ward versus Andrade. Uh, I'm gonna start laughing before I even tell the story. So I'm I forget what I'm doing. I'm walking around the house. Something. My dad goes, "Yo, he's watching Raw." I'm not because <laughs> it's Raw. Uh, and he uh, goes, "Montez Ford just fell over for no reason." He's like, "Do you think that was supposed to happen?" I was like, yes, these are pre-recorded. <laughs> like, it was supposed to happen. He didn't actually die. Like, he was, he's fine. But I was curious to what it was. And then later when they said it was poison, I was like, that's stupid. But I'm interested to see what the poison was. Yeah. Not what it was, who it was from. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, how'd he get him to go down? <laughs> uh, and that got an F. That got an F. <laughs> and then we had Dominic attacking Seth Rollins. Dominic can do a better 619 than his father. That's all I can say. That's what I get from that. <laughs> it's um, the height but, difference. Oh. He is massive, which shocks me. Like, he's a – I mean, he's not huge, but he's a bigger he's guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, but, yeah, so it's going to be at WrestleMania. Or not – oh, my gosh. SummerSlam. I just watched <laughs> WrestleMania last night. That's why it's in my head. Uh, at SummerSlam, Dominic versus Seth Rollins, which I don't know. I don't – I don't know. Uh, and then we have the Her Business is Booming. The Her Business is Booming. They come in the raw underground. I will admit, I like them. I just like it. They're on their seat jackets. I did not like it. I, I like, uh, I'm, the jury's out on me or for me with them in general. Like, they're fine, I guess. But I did not like them coming into. Well, it got an A. Got an A. Well, <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> yeah, really. So that was Raw, and uh, I think before, because I see our timer there, I think uh, we'll cut, and then we'll get into Impact. All so right. So we'll be back, and literally, um, bam. Like, watch this. Ready? I'm going to snap. And just like that. See? The work it. of editing. Ha-ha. <laughs> okay. Um, and the following night, we go from Monday to the million times better company that's totally underutilized, underwatched. Ooh. Not looked at enough. The best company in wrestling, besides people, Dang. of course. Oh, uh, elite wrestling. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Chris and I have been going, it's been fun. Chris and I have been going on a Facebook war of Cody the past, like, what, day and a half. <laughs> get there when we get there. But Impact <laughs> Wrestling, baby. Oh, Impact on Access. Well, for me, it's on Twitch. Uh, fan freaking tastic. So it opens up. Here we go. August 4th, let's set the stage. TNA World Heavyweight Champion Moose versus Heath. TNA World Heavyweight Championship match. If Heath wins, he earns a spot on the Impact roster. So, I mean, this is a big opportunity for mm-hmm. the man. The one-man rock band. Heath, his last name you can't say for legal reasons. <laughs> uh, TNA World Heavyweight Champion Moose defeats Heath, but it's a little fishy. Referee gets hit. Moose does a low blow. And that rolls him up. And that's how he got the win. Uh, so 
They're definitely not done there yet. Well, I mean, come on. We know he's going to work there. They already got him a custom Titron in music. I'm not <laughs> Okay, that's when you know. They'll that's figure it out. They'll they made a little uh, little uh, vignette between uh, Rich Swan. Willie Mack doesn't know what the announcement is going to be. It's later in the night. It's a huge announcement. It's fake, but it's fine. Uh, and then we had the I Have Arrived in Impact Wrestling to reclaim the TNA World Heavyweight Championship and burn its legacy to the ground. Heard <laughs> to guess who said that? No, I know. Uh, EC3. So, Changing the game. you know, we're uh, we're on the oh my gosh that's from the theme song, love it man I you love it thank you I love it oh my gosh I actually just I started watching Takeover when he was in it for the North American title, the only good thing they ever did with him. Uh, oh yeah, match. Yeah, I just listened to his podcast with uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, so good. Yeah, I didn't realize how many concussion problems he had. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty crazy. ticked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't taking care of him. Like, it's not not a happy camper. <laughs> I, <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Can you believe him, though? I don't believe too. But uh, then we had the Motor City Machine Guns kind of getting a little bit of an interview, and then they're uh, confronted yep. by the North. Uh, Ethan Page is beyond livid, um, yeah. which he has every right to. But these it's so hard for me. They're like my two favorite tag teams right now. And yeah. it's like they're feuding with each other. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, I'm leaning towards Motor City Machine Guns just because, okay, I haven't seen you in – however long and yeah. it's good to see back, I saw them work but... in Ring of Honor a little bit um yeah. but I'm just now meeting the north and I love Ethan Page dude he's fantastic he's great oh my gosh I can't wait to meet him I, we're eventually going it's going to happen okay, oh, okay. like PPW is going to have a sh- joint show again and we're eventually yeah. you know I mean I'm not saying we're going to be backstage or anything but they're pretty open to around the area sure. of Holy Family it's not like like you can walk around and stop Chris saying be like yo bro bro what am I doing? I'm not Matt Riddle. Jeez. Uh, then we had Kimberly made Deanna Peraza an offer she can't refuse. Ooh. But uh, they also announced the um, emergence, the two-week, I guess, pay-per-view type thing. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we're kind of pulling off like a fighter fest, and uh, we're doing the impact style. Seems like so I'm it. excited for, for it. I'm yeah. very excited. Um, but, of course, we all know Jordan Grace ain't beating Deanna Peraza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. The virtuosa people are just where the virtuosa wait, fan. Wait, wait. I'm just now, this moment, remembering that I had a dream last night where Jordan Grace was teaching me how to wrestle. Don't let Sam hear about this. <laughs> this is not a joke. You're looking at me like this is a joke. But this is the moment that I remember remembering this dream that I had last night where I was being trained by Jordan Grace in a bouncy house, not a ring. Carry on. That's all. That's the whole dream. How did you expect me to like carry on after you tell me that? <laughs> it's it's earth-shattering information. You just have to if it helps, Chris, it's probably reality. a pretty common dream, dream among her fans. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways. So we go to, then we move over to my... <laughs> One of my favorite things right now at Impact, and it's yeah. Wrestle House. Um, we had a uh, mixed gender handicap match: Johnny Swinger and Alicia versus Susie, uh, which uh, Alicia, excuse me, which is Alicia Edwards, Eddie Edwards' wife. Oh, um, and Susie with Cody Diener as referee, uh, and of course, uh, oh wait a second, oh it's Johnny Swinger versus. Uh, oh okay, I read it wrong. 
So it's Johnny Swinger versus the two of them, which is okay. Johnny Swinger's weird, man. He Super is weird. It's I don't I know like how to it. feel about it. I like it, right? I like it, Daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then we had uh, yeah. So Alicia Edwards and Susie pick up the win. Uh, and then we had he liked it too much. <laughs> we had the big LG has been arrested, thanks to the setup by Ace Austin. Man, setup. Where's your proof? You can't just be thrown. See, that's what it says. <laughs> every once in a while, I, I go like. I imagine what it would be like to be a heel podcaster where I'm defending the, you know, like, uh, like JBL back in the day, not back in the yeah. day. That's like a, just a few years ago where he <laughs> back was in the like, day yeah, saying like blatantly, obviously stupid things, <laughs> but to support the heels. I just love yeah. that. I would love for me to be on commentary to do that. That'd be great. Yeah. Just, throwing it, just, you know, subtle plug, subtle plug. It's not like I'm going to school for broadcasting or anything at all. Like just, <laughs> Just subtle plugs right there. Get your internship someday. I, I would totally do it for free. If, if a wrestling company within, uh, let's say, 45-minute radius is like, yo, we need a man, I'm your guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I am there in a heartbeat. And uh, then we had another Brian Myers vignette, which I'm excited for. I'm just yeah. sick of seeing a vignette after week after week. Like, all right, <laughs> I want to see this guy in the ring. Um, and then we had the Impact World Champion Open Challenge. Uh, I was – loving loving who it was oh my gosh it was of course if you didn't see i'm about to tell you it was sammy callahan but when he appeared on stage he was not alone he was not attacked Mm. by a chair there and another person and then and then they had a mat they attacked sammy's like no i'm still gonna do this i'm going and they had a pretty decent match Honestly, I, I I caught most of it. I've gotten off work by then, and uh, yeah, I caught most of it. It was a pretty decent match. Can't go wrong with Callahan or Edwards. They're both, mm-hmm. you know, they're both good. Seeing Callahan numerous times, seeing Edwards numerous times, like the other great, great in-ring workers, and of course Eddie Edwards is still your champion. Would have been something. I'm not saying I wanted it to happen. But wouldn't it have been something if, because Sammy never got his rightful rematch, right after he lost. Wouldn't it be something if he just won? Would that would just boom. That would have broke the internet. It's true. Broke the internet. Uh, but yeah, then we go back to Wrestle House, which, by the way, speaking of this next match here, I was looking to do a Chris Van Vliet interview um, with this person involved in the next match. We had Rosemary versus Kylie Ray, uh, Ty Valkyrie's referee. But I was listening to Chris Van Vliet's interview with Kylie Ray. I did not know this, and this kind of made me happy. And now I'm a big Kylie Ray fan. Because, like, uh, Chris Van Vliet was talking about like how she dealt with anxiety and stuff, and that's why she left AEW because mm. she. Didn't she was right, and he asked her what she did to kind of combat that. And she's like, I was in my Bible every day, and I was at church every Sunday. That oh, was wow. her exact. I was like, yeah. I'm like, bro, Kylie Ray, high five. Yeah. Cool. And uh, so, yeah, now I'm a huge Kylie Ray fan. We'll definitely be picking up a shirt. Well, I say that as the college expenses pile up and the <laughs> shirts, but it's, it's what scholarships yeah, are for. Up anyways, man. It's, I mean, you know, man, Mario moved. Wow. I didn't even know. All I see is Chris <laughs> in the corner. All I've seen is Chris. We had Rosemary versus Kylie Ray. <laughs> My favorite spot. If you didn't see this match, I watched it today. Full match. The part where they're fighting and then Kylie Ray takes off like Rosemary's a toddler, takes off her nose. and Oh, yeah. <laughs> she comes back up. Yeah. Like, I got your nose. And Rosemary, 
What kind of Put it back. <laughs> Give me it back. Oh, it was so funny. So funny. But Kylie Ray gets the win. And uh, yeah. I'm going to say I like Kylie Ray's character. I'm, it's becoming less and less like Bailey to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like more, it's like turned up. You know, it's like what Bailey was doing, the nice girl bit. But on steroids. But yeah. Yeah. And, and then you need to do that. You need to make it that kind of funny. Yeah. Which meant. I enjoy it. I'm going to say it time every time again. I cannot wait for Impact PPW to do a joint show again because they have just, yeah. ra- they have loaded. They have mm-hmm. loaded. I mean, they were scheduled to come. Thank you, COVID. They were scheduled to come June 7th, two uh, months ago. Yeah. And freaking COVID. Blame COVID for everything. Blame I it do. for basketball season being postponed on January. Like, pfft. okay. I digress. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, the big LGs in jail. So there's no one to watch the back of Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Well, then, yet there. And uh, then we had we had Hernandez going into business with Reno Scum. Hmm? Hmm. Uh, it says Hernandez hires Reno Scum to help take out Rhino and get his money back. That's a little okay. Uh, then we had this match was good. I've seen this match. This is a good match. It makes me realize how good TJ Perkins is. And I feel yeah. like he's being a little underutilized in impact. Um, man, that's, I can't believe that's a statement I'd be saying. Yeah, right now it's crowded underused in WWE and now he's being underused in impact. Like, yeah. uh, but they end up getting the win over Chris Bay and Rohit Raju in a tag match him and follow bar. Um, definitely cool. Definitely cool. I mean, I hope they put TJP, which is, I'm guessing what they're doing into the X vision picture yeah. back to the X. Cause when he was suicide manic, you know, he was in that picture all the time, mm-hmm. which by the way, I've been reading some rumors here about suicide before we get into the main event part here about suicide. They said for before the Motor City Machine Guns returned, suicide was being played by Chris Saban for Mm. months, Mm -hmm. preparing for him to come back and look good when he came back as cool with the Motor City Machine Guns. But the question is, who is it now? Who is it? I would love it for the Austin Aries, but it's not. I can keep dreaming it, but it's not. Um, then the last thing of the night, Rich Swan makes an announcement. What did he announce? Tell him. He announced that he's retired from professional wrestling. Wow. And, uh, and it's usually like, what's so weird is that like retirement announcements usually go so well with no interference or. <laughs> I mean, what are you so talking weird. about? <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? Uh, yeah, so he goes to walk out of the ring, and uh, top of the stage, Eric Young beats the crap out of him, and that's how Impact goes off the air. Um, so he's, I don't think, he's not retired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Willie Mack is going to stick up for him for a little bit. And oh, yeah. With Eric Young. Buy some and, time, uh, yeah. Yeah, buy him some time to come back. Because I do think they might have rushed him back, and he might be suffering from a couple setbacks, but I, he ain't retired, man. That dude, I've met him so many times. Literally one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in wrestling. Like, mm. he is fantastic. Welcome. I love his theme song. Welcome to the party. Oh, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a, oh my gosh, what's his name? Not Michael Jackson. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Continue. All right. But what's next? It's a Wednesday Night Wars. Which one of you fellas wants to go to war first? I'll go. I'll go. All right. He's going to war first. He's going to swing first. Ah, war. War. Let's. What? It's a war. War never changes. 
Uh, yes. Until they become a reference. No, I didn't get it. Sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I let yeah, you down. See that all of the, all of the chads, all of the, the top dogs, the AEW elites, they, they got that reference, but you Good. know, the Virgin NXT fans, they, uh, they're Yikes. Warm. <laughs> couple of Mar- uh, Melvins. That's what it is. Yeah. Bunch of dumb marks. <laughs> so, this week, NXT has had some movement. Pat McAfee's show was ruined by Adam Cole's temper tantrum. And uh, we are going to get some some action on that. And that's what we know. Going in, we know, you know, we see a picture. They're, like, shaking hands, going to bury the hatchet. Uh, Triple H is there to you know, be the parent. So that's very nice of him. So well, that's coming up at the end, but uh, we do have that going into this episode that happens earlier in the week. So we start out with a number one contender match for the NXT women's championship, Rhea Ripley versus Dakota Kai. Um, I was surprised to see Kai defeat Ripley, um, but not mm-hmm. after you factor in the uh, interference which yes. is one Mercedes Martinez who's coming after Rhea Ripley, which I'm excited for that feud. Oh, so we, I was in a, a chat with the guys from Tornado Tag. I was like, yeah, that feud, man, yeah. two of my favorite wrestlers right there. Gonna That's going to be fun. I'm more excited for that than Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai, but that'll be good as Same. well. Same. Hopefully. So um, then we move into Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne, the, bro- the dark horse <laughs> Bronson Reed. Uh, man. He's Maybe. not the dark horse, man. Yeah, that's true. We should call him something else on this podcast. The, the man, the, Bronson Reed. No, no, the the nickname Steeler Bronson Reed. Go that's ahead. Right. That's the right. The nickname Steeler. The uh, the pony. The yes, I like that. We'll call him the pony. The pretty pony, Bronson Reed versus Shane Thorne. Um, based on Bronson Reed's push here, you know, I kind of expected this to be a bit of a squash, which it was, uh, but he defeats Shane Thorne with a death valley driver into the tsunami so I'm a little upset about that I'm, I'm pretty high on shane thorne really do you remember him and the big guy brandon vink getting that tag push on raw like two months ago on raw yeah no yeah it was no, good no. i love that tag team they won they beat they beat the street profits before they had the belts oh boy, I that, was recall this that was a while ago <laughs> there was a time where i was out that must have been it i missed that entirely it's you were out? When were you out? Like I wasn't watching for a while. Well, I'm glad you're back in. Yeah. It's not like you do a wrestling podcast or anything, Chris. That's true. It's one of the reasons I got back in so deep, actually. <laughs> I had fallen out for some time. You are so welcome. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Shane Thorne wearing a great jacket, losing the match. Then we have um, another NXT North American Championship qualifier, Damian Priest versus Oni Lorcan versus... NXT UK superstar Ridge Holland. Now I love NXT UK, um, but I fell out. I kind of fell out of everything for a while, um, and NXT UK being one of the things I fell out of. So I didn't. I have never seen Ridge Holland work before, as far as I can remember, and uh, I was really su- pleasantly surprised. I thought he looked great. I thought he looked great. I love his like entrance. I I like Ridge Holland. He was quick. He was strong. Super good. However, uh, he did not win. So we got Damian Priest going over in that match. What do you think about this uh, this match shaping up? Or this uh, triple threat? Or uh, 
No, I'm sorry. I'm match. talking about the ladder match. Yeah, the five-way. Yeah. It's going to be interesting uh, with Dexter Loomis out now. Right. I probably could have gone that far because, well, I guess that's not quite the next thing. But it yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we can talk about that one, Dexter Loomis, because what the stipulations coming up could make it very interesting. Yeah. It's getting more complicated. I was surprised. Yeah, right? Like, those first two ladder matches were, like, star-studded. Like, anyone could have won those. Yep. Timothy Thatcher, uh, Finn Balor, I believe, Johnny Gargano, Roddy, all kinds. Dexter. Dexter, yeah. All of those ones that were – they were just all up there. So, uh, I'm excited to see how that turns out. Bummed that Dexter Loomis couldn't be in it, though. We have Keith Lee versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, I've always not cared for the grimy one, but uh, we see he he loses here to Keith Lee, who's ticked. And, uh, Mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's coming for Karrion Cross. It's happening. Karrion Cross had a cool video situation, though, so that was nice. But that will happen. And then we have Legado del Fantasma, uh, or Santos Escobar. He's got a lot of names. Um, that accent, Chris. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Actually, this is an accent right now. That's my native tongue. Just kidding. Uh, and then they beat up Brizango because <laughs> no, I love Brizango. Yes. And now it's good though. It was, it's the right move for making a mockery of the lucha culture. I like this a lot. I love their stable. Big Escobar fan. Um, and I'm ex- what I want them to do is take out Lucha House Party in a couple weeks, maybe at SummerSlam something. That's what needs to happen because Lucha House Party is the ones making a mock, carrying a pinata to the ring. They are making a mockery of lucha culture, and what what are these faces about? What's going on? I don't think they're making a mockery of it. They it is a joke to them. They do carry you, a pinata to the ring. Okay, but do you know who Grand Metalik was before he was in WWE? Probably a respectable superstar, and then he Let's sold out. <laughs> That's actually very true. He's highly respected uh-huh. while he was down in uh, uh where was he, he wrestling? But he, he was his past performances is actually what earned him a title shot against uh, AJ Styles uh, in the writer room. They're like, we, we, we can actually put a real good match on. He's very so, good. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, he's the one that, like, Wikipedia doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> like, I was, like, looking up, like, can I find, like, the actual identif- identity of this guy? And I couldn't find it. I think it was Grand Metal League. It was one of those that I couldn't figure out who it was. Oh, now you got, I'm going to go look now. <laughs> yeah, go look. Because it's uh, at least Wikipedia. I didn't look super hard, but I think yeah, that's pretty right. cool that they can have that. Murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think that's their next move. That's what I want their next move to be. Take out Lucha House Party. But who knows? Cause... Found it. <laughs> On Wikipedia. Well, maybe it wasn't him. Somebody, my point is, one of these Lucha stars I'm going. was able to keep their identity hidden so that's super cool anyway phantasma is great we've got tegan knox versus indy hartwell i like hartwell uh but this was a match for tegan knox (laughs) so she the the shiniest wizard um move finishing their hartwell by pinfall so not a big deal but uh it does seem that tegan knox is getting some pushes or or not necessarily getting a push but kind of like a maintaining keeping her up in the maintaining on tv yeah, yeah, just about yeah. keeping her in the wings. And then we have Imperium 
versus the Undisputed Era. Um, this is a tag team title match. And I got to tell you, I was not super interested in the match, but I do believe it was good. From what I was seeing, the match was good, but unfortunately it was overshadowed by the incomparable Pat McAfee on the microphone. He was given digs at Adam Cole, who was like 20 feet away from him, hearing every word. Yeah, he was right there. Oh, he ticked off Beth Phoenix so much that she stormed out. It was beautifully done. And I like I, – I don't know what they're doing here. If they're going to turn Undisputed Era or Adam Cole, but this made Pat look bad. Like, not bad because he looked incredible, but a heel move, and it was incredible. Um, so speaking of a heel move, um, there's a distraction based on the uh, Adam Cole throwing water on Pat McAfee, and uh, Imperium retains their tag team titles. And then – Oh, and then Pat McAfee calls Adam Cole an angry little elf. Oh. <laughs> he comes back and smacks the table and says, "What? Anybody get me? that movie reference? Oh yeah. Okay, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. And so they, you know, are separated by refs, and mostly Pat's like not actually trying to get at Adam Cole. Uh, he was just like, "What's going on? Why is this guy so mad?" And then he kind of walks away, and then walks back, and one kick to Adam Cole's face, and Punts he knocked him, him out. And it was incredible. Oh, it was so good. So uh, I'm very excited for this. Of all the things I'm excited about happening in wrestling right now, this one's pretty high on the list. Um, I would say the next show that we talk about has, like, more things that are high on the list. Like, it has a cluster of things. But this one singular thing with Pat McAfee is really high on my list. Well, hey, that's great to hear about the one good thing on your show. <laughs> I'm ready to point. over to the elite show that has every single segment on. Yeah, it final. has like it has like places two through five or so. <laughs> now, if you can only watch one show a week for pro wrestling, all elite wrestling is the one to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't make those faces. You guys know it's true. No, it's, it's everyone, not. It's fine. and you it's guys fine. know it. So yeah. we kick yeah, off. We're the that. only podcast. Dang it, that doesn't work. The original, the official, the only podcast that matters. That, that wasn't what I was called. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, let's, let's oh. go ahead and uh, you can tell make our way on to our uh, Turtle Beach sponsored segment of the night. Oh. Uh, all Elite <laughs> Wrestling. So, 10 man tag match opens the night. Last week we had what was it a a, a uh, six or eight man tag match and it was way yeah. too hard to control. This one was so much better. Yeah, they bought they botched how they did the eight man tag la last week. They're just going for the chaotic nature of it, the the rivalry, the the blood, the anger that they can they couldn't stick to the rules really. Uh, but when we had you know more people on on each side somehow it went that much smoother but that is because it was Brody Lee's Dark Order versus the Elite and FTR actually the Elite and Hangman Page and FTR because I'm, I'm still not sure where Hangman Page is sitting I don't sure. know if you guys have been following that but uh um early in the match FTR gets taken out um yeah I saw that actually helps FTR back to the, the back of the room. Uh, 
the rest of the members of the elite, they actually are getting the, the crap kicked out of them by the, the Dark Order. Only four. Dun, 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 dun. The Horseman himself, hang, Hangman Adam Page, that come right back out there, the hung one. He comes out there, clears house. And what I love about this is that we saw uh, the elite getting knocked down a few pegs. We got to see the, the inner workings of the Dark Order more. And uh, Hangman coming out, we got to see more of the story develop between him and Brody Lee. And I'm not sure if they're going to swerve us. I'm not sure if they're, how they're going to embrace this. But Colt Cabana seems to be gelling more and more each week with the Dark Order. <laughs> yeah. Brody is paying more and more attention to Hangman Adam Page. So uh, that match ends when uh, Brody Lee pins Hangman Page. He did a discus clothesline, took him out, and uh, great match. Great opener, setting the tone early. We had Taz versus, and uh, J- JR. They were uh, the commentary team this week, along with Tony Chavone. I love them working together, but Taz, he's laying some groundwork because he talks early on and throughout the entirety of AEW about how Ricky Starks and Brian Cage are banned from the building. Um, does that play out? Let's find out. So we move on. Uh, we have Mox cut a great promo. It was about, it was what I wrote down is uh, wrestling ghosts. He talks about how, like, when he was messed up and younger, he would take out his aggressions on the things that he was upset about in the ring. And uh, he sees a lot of Darby Allen wrestling and acting the same way. He almost like, it's like Darby Allen's me minus 10 years, you know? And so uh, it was a great promo to set up for the main event later in the night. We uh, have MJF's uh, title match confirmed for All Out. Uh, he's going to be challenging for the AEW World Championship. Who's he going to be facing? We don't know, but we does have a title shot. Um, Santina and Ortiz, they were facing the best friends this week. I... Uh, I was really excited to see this unfold because we don't really see Santino and Ortiz right. in the circle, do we? Not often. It's like they, they came in from Impact, LAX, came in, uh, what was it, Proud and, and uh, Powerful. Proud and Powerful. And uh, that nickname stuck around for about a week. Uh, <laughs> but to actually get to see them cut loose uh, with not really any uh, interactions, interjections, interruptions – having them take on the best friends who I personally think they've been kind of getting uh, shoved aside for Orange Cassidy. So to actually remove him from them for, for a match, it was a very, very good match. I love the best friends. I love the the hand holding. I love the hug with the camera pull out. Yeah. Straight from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Cause it's Mm -hmm. when he comes out and they pull, they pull it out when they do that with the hug, it makes me almost not mad because I am still a little bit mad that they took that. But uh, the whole time I'm watching this match, I'm expecting this to be a real good highlight for Santina and Ortiz. And don't get me wrong, it was. I was expecting the best friends to just get the crap kicked out of them. Mm. I, I didn't think that they could really stand up to it because I'm not too familiar with their work yeah. uh, in the Indies pre-AEW. I think I saw them in New Japan a little bit. But uh, the whole time I was expecting them to lose. So I'm just like, okay, they're going to lose this match. But I'm watching this match anyways. And I'm going, wow, they're looking great. So even when they lose, 
it's still going to be great. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Best friends win. Yeah. Santina and Ortiz, even though they lost, they look great. And uh, the way in which this has been developing, Orange Cassidy looks better by association. The best friends look better because of the win. And they kind of got the rub because it's like Santino and Ortiz, they're both so good. And the, the inner circle is considered, you know, one of the top factions in all elite wrestling that uh, it doesn't hurt them to lose a match occasionally. Mm-hmm, for sure. Especially when it, you know, plays out later like it does where it's not quite the, the, the feud is not over. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So cut to MJF on his campaign trail. Uh, hashtag not my champion hashtag mjf 2020 uh he's showing everyone his his team uh, helping him campaign for a title shot he says even though i'm getting a title shot the campaign doesn't stop here which i think it's kind of funny that they already confirmed him for a match but i think they're just trying to get eyes on uh, all out which does anyone know is it going to be a pay-per-view or is it going to be on live tv pay-per-view pay-per-view okay okay all right, well, he's, he's in there. He's been a dick to pretty much everyone. He's just telling them all they're fired, do your job right. And uh, it comes up, like, what happens if Darby Allen wins? And he goes, huh, that loser. I hope he does because I'll just be able to beat uh, someone for the title that much easier. He calls him that 125-pound uh, emo kid. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, MGF, all right, I knew that it wasn't going to be as good as the state of the industry address from last week, but he's the best at what he does. He's an original character. I still can't find another wrestler that he's like, and I love it. Like, the, the character is not – I mean, he's just proud, you know? But, like, his style, I think, is what sets it apart from other characters yeah. like it, like his, his delivery style. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, Matt Hardy comes out. He's cutting a promo. He's talking about the, the great work of, of new wrestlers today. He talks about how he's gone through such a transition over his long career that he's ready to not be a character Matt Hardy, but to be real Matt Hardy. It's a great promo. It's almost like he's putting to bed um, broken Matt Hardy. He's putting to bed big money Matt. He's putting to bed uh, Matthew Hardy version one, two, all of them. And uh, he says he's loving the opportunity in front of the screen, behind the screen to um, help the new guys. And he said, if only I could help uh, Sammy Guevara. And he talks about how, you know, when he first came to AEW, Sammy Guevara, he attacked him, so he figured it was time to return the favor. That's why he came out last week when he interfered in the match and cost the the inner circle their match. But uh, when he um, does this, and he's talking about sneaking out and attacking, camera cuts over to see uh, uh, Sammy Guevara coming up to, to attack him because of what he did last week. And, and even though he legitimately just said that he's ready to be just Matt and not these characters, he goes – into the mic, not even looking behind him, goes, Sammy, I knew you'd come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brawl breaks out. Decent brawl. A lot of color. Turns out accidental. Yeah. Mixed reports. 
Sammy Guevara apparently got a big uh, talking to about work safety. Um, I actually thought when I saw that happen, I was like, he probably wasn't supposed to throw that chair. So I just assumed the chair spot was entirely improvised, but apparently it wasn't. He just grabbed the wrong chair, cut open Matt Hardy's face, 10 to 13 stitches, depending on what website you're uh, reading. There was a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. He did a 450 uh, splash onto the table, putting Matt Hardy through it too after he was already bleeding out of the head. And then there was a lot of blood everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as soon as that happens, though, they cut immediately to Trent's uh, mom's car. Sue. So good. Man gets entirely destroyed by Santana Ortiz, who are not taking their loss very well. And. Clearly, this rivalry is just getting started. Next match is Dark Order, two of their members, versus Matthew Cardona. Wait, can we, can we back up? I just wanted to say I loved the end of the, the minivan spot when huh. Trent is, like, looking at the camera. And, oh, well, oh, you know what? I wrote it down. And he's, he's giving this promo, and it's so serious. And he says, uh, we're going to beat you. And when we do beat you, you are going to personally apologize to my mom on speakerphone <laughs> with the most serious face. And then they storm off. And I was just like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, what I really love is at the beginning of the night, one of the first shots of AEW was them pulling up in the van. And uh, I think like one of them says to each other, and it's not entirely picked up on uh, – on, uh, the audio, I think he says, my mom told me to park this somewhere safe. <laughs> <laughs> it gets good. So good. They, Sorry, they, write, they write Sue right on the hood. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, moving on to the Dark Order versus Matthew Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder and Cody. I'm pissed off because we're not getting a TNT open challenge, but That's I will true. try my best to contain myself. I freaking love those stuff. I love open challenges. Thank you, John Cena. Yeah. You didn't invent it, but you definitely brought a lot of attention to it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, I was excited to see how Matthew Cardona would be in the ring, but he didn't really get much action. Yeah. He, uh, he stood on side. They were building up the hot tag forever. By the time the hot tag happened, the match was mostly over. You know, Cody was in the ring for like, seven hours and then Matthew Cardona comes in for four minutes and then the match, the match ends. Um, I really wished last week it was Zack Ryder who opened who into mm. the open challenge. And I wish this week it was an open challenge with Zack Ryder instead. Um, he could, but, get, he could cash that favor in and yeah, one of, one of these days will happen. Yeah. Um, apparently they're, they're naming, they renamed the rough rider um, radio silence, his finishing move. So that was pretty cool. That's great. Yeah. And my desire to see the TNT championship on the line will be uh, resolved extremely soon. They didn't announce a time, at least not yet from what I know about or a date, but as Cody was leaving, and it kind of makes me a little bit sad because it's not going to be an open challenge, but this is a match I would really like to see. Scorpio Sky. Hmm. In a moment of poetic justice for Matthew Cardona ruining War Horses Night by coming out, Scorpio Sky comes out after Matthew Cardona wrestles for four minutes. He comes out and steals the spotlight again after the match by uh, coming out, pointing at the title, and uh, pretty much saying, hey, Cody, 
that belt is going to be around here pretty mm-hmm. soon. And everyone at home, I'm motioning around my waist. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to see what happens because I love Scorpio Sky. I love Cody. I loved Zack Ryder, so I hope I'll love Matthew Cardona, but he's not doing it for me. But we'll see what happens uh, soon. Hopefully it'll be a match at – maybe they'll do Scorpio Sky versus Cody at All Out. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe – I'd like to see a couple open challenges before then, though. Yeah, for sure. Maybe a Cardona triple threat. Ooh. Hmm. Isn't the belt supposed to be finished this week? I have no idea. It should be should be finished soon. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the camera cuts back to Trent's mom's car, which we just talked about beforehand, where he said, uh, "Here, let me let me just uh, even though we we briefly mentioned it, here's some quotes I wrote down." Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I blew up your spot on that. Hey, it's all right. I told Trent's mom personally that I'll keep this van safe. <laughs> Do whatever you want to us, but don't touch my mom's van. <laughs> and uh, as you said. Uh, when we do beat you, you're gonna, you're going oh. to personally apologize to my mom on speakerphone. On speakerphone. <laughs> well, I really, I gotta stop inter, uh, interjecting in your recaps because I really mess them up. <laughs> Guys, how do you feel about pitcher and pitcher wrestling? Not good, generally. Well, we've had the first incident of at least me enjoying pitcher and pitcher. Was now, it? I don't know. I don't know if you fast forwarded through this when you were rewatching it, or I caught you, pieces of it, or maybe you were going to get a drink or something. Who knows? Yeah. But Sammy Guevara comes out literally as it's going to pitcher and pitcher. I'm like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's not a match going on, but he's yeah. holding note cards. This is the first. So I watched all wrestling later. I'll just record yeah. it on YouTube TV and then I'll rewatch and I'll fast forward through commercials, even if it is pitcher and pitcher. This is the very first time I did not fast forward through pitcher and pitcher because he had those he had those big uh, note cards and basically cut a promo um, about the <laughs> master debater, Christian yeah. um, and his uh, his uh, debate coming up uh, against uh, Orange Cassidy, which is what's coming up after the commercial break so i don't i hope they don't overdo that but that was actually super cool and that's why i I even wrote made little notes about that um aw super wednesday debate 2020 eric bischoff is the special guest moderator first time in 20 years that he's been on tnt obviously uh back when he was on wcw that was the last time he was on tnt but Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to play by play the entire debate. Um, not because it was bad. Not because it's not worth your time. It had a lot in it. And you need to pause this podcast and go watch it right now if you did not watch the debate. Um, All right, I was worried about it last week when they announced it. And every worry that I had is like yeah. entirely misplaced. Yep. Um, Eric Bischoff, he declares Orange Cassidy the winner of this debate. And Jake Hager immediately beats up Orange Cassidy and they knock him out. And the best friends have to chase him off. And that match will be next week. That debate was so fun. 
honestly, it's <laughs> a guy who doesn't talk in a debate. And when he talks, finally, we hear Orange Cassidy's voice for the first time ever. His voice is simultaneously yeah. not what I expected and exactly what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Man, did he deliver, too. Like, when he finally got a chance to speak, and he did it incredibly. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah, so we move on to um, Britt Baker having her issues with Big Swole still. She talks about how the only way Swole is going to have a match with me is if she beats an opponent of my choice. So who's she picking? You know, Nyla Rose. Maybe she picks, you know, the current women's champion. Uh, no, I'm going to pick Reba, my friend here, who doesn't <laughs> wrestle very often. If you can beat her, hey, hey, professional wrestler who who's always in ring gear and ready to go, you can face my friend here who's sitting in yoga pants and a T-shirt. If you can beat her, then you can have a match with me. And uh, squashed. <laughs> yeah. Reba put in some good offense, like, early on. And Reba sold her surprise of how well she was doing. I don't know if you saw yeah, that on her yeah. face. Like, she looked like, oh, I can't believe I knocked her down. But uh, Big Swole yeah. took care of business. And uh, I don't care about this, and I don't care about Britt Baker. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and this is not exciting. Yeah. Um, announcement, Tag Team Appreciation Night is next week. We're going to have Kenny and uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page versus Jurassic Express. We're going to have uh, the, Dark, uh, the Dark Orders, uh, Stu and Evil Uno versus the Young Bucks. Uh, we're going to have a special appearance by the Rock and Roll Express. Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. So uh, that will be hosted by FTR. Be sure to tune into that next week. Oh, I will. Mm-hmm. Also, every week is Tag Team Appreciation Week because it's true. Their tag team division is so stacked. It's deep. <sighs> All right. Moving on to the AEW World Title Match. Now, the story's lacking here. Didn't really build up well for me. Just kind of, Darby just kind of looked yeah. at the title and Mox said, okay. Yeah. You know? But the clash of styles between the high flyer and the, and like the bruiser, um, it, it, it looked great. It was great to see. And, uh, you know, we have these, uh, these uh, mentions, these, these little comments throughout all night by, uh, Taz about uh, Starks and Cage not being allowed in the ring. And so the whole time I'm like, all right, when are they going to interfere? When are they going to interfere? And I completely glossed over the fact that MJF is the best heel in the world and he's going to look for a way to make his title shot easier. Yep. So he interfered on Darby Allen's behalf. He had Wardlow come out, distract the ref, grab the title belt, um, MJF did, while the ref's not looking, and slammed into – uh, John Moxley cutting him open. I think the first sign of uh, scripted blood. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I really thought that they were going to drop the belt to Darby Allen. He had one cover that I was like, "Are they doing this?" <laughs> yeah, I was. I was so excited for it because it would just set, it. It wouldn't hurt Mox because now he's been injured. Mm-hmm. You know? So so he's going to be looking great. And, and the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, after that, after he got cut open, I'm like, oh, 
maybe maybe he's going to fly out to Japan and and work with his uh, his United States Heavyweight Championship for a little while. Maybe maybe his wife's pregnant. Maybe his wife's sick. Maybe he's getting sick. Maybe his shoulders hurt again. Like I'm running as soon as I see the way in which the match turns, I'm like, oh shoot, they're writing him off. But you know that's not what happened. He 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 won. He retained and yep. uh, and uh, I'm ready to see something new develop in the story of the AEW championship itself, but I'm enjoying the, the work that Mox is doing and uh, I'm excited for uh, all out. I think all out's going to be great. Yep. And uh, AEW, the best, best wrestling show on TV currently, if you're watching the product, Beat NXT by 150,000 viewers this week. Yeah. And uh, with these numbers, with them growing and Raw and SmackDown shrinking, we might actually see a change in the in the war coming up. So uh, that is my uh, recap of AEW, the, the premier wrestling show. All right, all right. Well, I believe that all that leaves is SmackDown. So... Let's smack down. We have the show opening on Matt Riddle versus Sheamus, I believe. Yes. So Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. And uh, this was weird. Um, We had Shorty. We didn't mention this last week because we didn't cover last week. But Shorty G, given the old sellout. And uh, so Shorty G is working for Corbin now. And so he runs up on this match and um, gives the win to Riddle via disqualification. Um, Sheamus, not happy about this, (laughs) is now fighting with Shorty G. Um, So it's like a – anytime I see like heel-on-heel action like that, I get, you know – some shows I get excited, but this show I get concerned at like what's happening. Someone going to face turn something like that. But um, that's pretty much all we get until later in that world. And we have Miz TV, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho are um, interviewing the victim, Sonia Deville, after an interview with Mandy Rose's hair, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, you heard it right. So uh, eventually Mandy Rose gets out here and is beating up Sonya Deville and then Heavy Machinery run out and they take out Miz and Morrison, um, which makes more sense because I, I kept thinking like why is – I, I should have put it together, but I couldn't figure out why Miz and Morrison were involved in this feud. Uh, but it seems obvious when, I'm, when it finally happened. So they'll get a match here later in the night. But it was a good segment, a good Miz and Morrison – or a good uh, dirt sheet. Um, so that was good. I am interested in Mandy Rose right now, which I usually am not, so that's good. We have Cesaro versus Lince Dorado, um, the Golden Lynx. Um, they've been Lucha House Party feud. I think that's true, yeah, um, with Cesaro and Nakamura. So um, a relatively good match. You know, they're, these are all, like, great athletes that generally get buried because they're not – always good on the mic or character work so um but in the mat in the ring they have no problems um cesaro beating lince dorado 
with the gotch neutralizer what a weird segment after that with the fiend bray wyatt and alexa bliss now this happened last week as well and we did not touch talk about it um but we have something happening where the fiend is approaching alexa bliss he is slowly and with calculation giving her the mandible claw <laughs> and it was uncomfortable to watch at that speed <laughs> yeah it was like it's like my fingers are gonna go in your mouth yeah and she was like no don't do it but doing nothing to stop him and it was like just really weird <laughs> so yeah, i don't uh, want to close their mouths just, <laughs> just like close close it up yeah yeah make it a little bit difficult <laughs> so we get another one um but she stops him from you know going in the mouth again and just gives him a caress on the face. And I don't know what's going on, but it's real weird and kind of sensual. But, he feels uh, uncomfortable before when he was trying to put his fingers in her mouth. <laughs> her rubbing his face beforehand did not make it any better. Yeah. Whew. Some weird stuff going on. But I like the partnership that's happening. Uh, just make it a little less weird. That'd be nice. But he specializes in weird. So now we have King Corbin versus Jeff Hardy. Um this match being ruined by ruined Shane. by my interruption because i want to pull us back to this for a second oh pull, pull right. us back with the with the uh the fiend and, and bliss with with braun Strowman. uh-huh yeah i didn't even mention his role here did this happen immediately then or did it happen later in the night with with uh, braun's interaction so halfway through um the I think there's a video. There's definitely a video. Is it here? I, I don't think it's here. But it's very possible that I would totally miss it. But there's a video where, you know, Strowman says, I don't even care about her. Forget yeah. about it. Yeah. They build up sexual tension yeah. over the last like four years or something. Yeah. Since the mixed mag, mixed uh, tag challenge, whatever on Facebook. Yeah. And, uh, you add in Alexa Bliss to this thing just for braun to go oh, i don't care about her man i don't need that who's supposed to be the face and the heel <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know she's a damsel in distress you know stockholm syndrome after a week and <laughs> you're like i don't care about her it's just you and your fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah super weird so king corbin versus jeff hardy and then we have sheamus running down broke kicks hardy Causes a disqualification, uh, and then that turns into a match with King Corbin versus Sheamus, and then Riddle shows up to support Sheamus. So, I guess maybe where this is—it seems very soon for a face turn for Sheamus <laughs> after the stuff with Hardy, the really dark stuff with Hardy. But you're a uh, drunk forever loser, junkie. Junkie. <laughs> and now hey i'm i'm chilling with good guys yeah so it's kind of weird especially uh, if they do continue because as much as he would call jeff hardy for being a junkie even though he's a recovering alcoholic yeah but now like i don't think they're gonna follow up in the line but him joining forces with the stoner bro <laughs> yeah, that's a hard. good point <laughs> that's a great point I don't know. Uh, hopefully that something good happens. I like Seamus generally. Uh, sort of bored with him right now, but. That should know. be the catchphrase for any segment on SmackDown. I hope something good happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we have the Miz and Morrison versus Heavy Machinery. 
Um, Otis still having the the briefcase, which I haven't thought about lately. I don't know. Has he not been on TV lately? Yeah, he hasn't know. been on TV for a while. Yeah, so so they wrestle a little bit, and um, I'm trying to. I don't even remember who wins this match, or or if it ends because the because the SmackDown in general ends in chaos, which we'll get. Um, oh, oh, it was a disqualification. That's why I can't remember because uh, Manny Rose and Sonya Deville are fighting in the ring, I believe. So, what could the whole briefcase on Otis? <laughs> I don't see him being able to cash it in in a well-drawn-out storyline yeah. with our current landscape and with the Miz and Morrison constantly like at his throat. If you really you really want to see Otis is world champion here's how you book it if you if you boys are ready mm-hmm. if you're if you're this far into the podcast I hope you guys I hope some guy trying to work his way up through WWE creative is just checking every single podcast seeing who mm-hmm. gives us the fantasy booking to take us into the new year I think that Otis should lose the money in the bank briefcase not in a title match but uh just like uh Oh frick! Who, who lost it to to Edge? Who lost it to Edge? I don't recall. I know what you're talking about, though. Well, yeah, I know somebody lost it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ken Kennedy, for injury. Yep. Right. Oh. So so uh, have Otis lose the briefcase in a match. Get him baited into it. Morrison, Mister Money in the Bank. The very next week, cashes in on whoever's a champion, wins the title. Because you can take the belt away from Braun, and his storyline with Bray still exists. Mm. Get the belt onto Morrison. Have him have a, a program with Otis for being cheated out of his opportunity. That's how you get the belt on Otis with the fans behind it. But right now, walking around with that briefcase with no direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that a lot. Um, so that's then we have. So maybe I'm confused because I had some issues with my YouTube TV uh, for Raw, and like things like I was having where it says like USA will return shortly. I think it's plays during like local commercials that are supposed to be there. Yeah, but it was like for ten minutes. Like I was missing whole segments, um, and I'm not sure why. So so anyway, all that to say, I don't know if I missed retribution like showing up on raw but i know i saw them like throw the multiple at the transformers um or whatever but uh, yes so anyway we get them at the very end of smackdown they show up with bats and tire irons and melee weapons and and a chainsaw and a chainsaw and spray paint (laughs) they wreck the place spray paint everything Chainsaw the, the ropes. We already called the chainsaw. Isn't that cool? Yes. Remember last week you said mm-hmm. someone was jumping off my head with oh, a chainsaw? Oh, wow, that's right. You called it. Chainsaw showed up on SmackDown. There you go. They are listening. I don't know if you guys <laughs> decided who the members of, of Retribution are going to be yet, but you can pretty clearly tell that two of those members are girls. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um. It, I, I couldn't help but think sanity while I'm watching that happen. You know, yeah. like 
would have been an exciting program for them to have. <laughs> There's rumors that one of the girls is Tessa Blanchard floating around. Ooh. But I don't I don't know how true that is. So don't quote me on it. <laughs> Maybe she can be the head. That'd be kind of cool. Do we have – I don't think we have any uh, female-led stables that are intergender. Maybe she'll be the one to take the Money in the Bank contract off of Otis. She went for the men's title in Impact, right? She'll go for it here. Let's go. Yeah. Then she tra- <laughs> she, no, because then she'll get mad and she won't want to work, and then she's going to charge them $150,000 to get their belt back. I mean, she'll charge she'll like half a million for the briefcase. <laughs> so I'm excited about Retribution. Uh, hopefully that yeah I'm just, I say that a lot hopefully that pans out I don't know we'll see excited, hopefully yeah. it'll happen yeah yeah so hopefully got. maybe it's CM Punk who knows but actually that crossed my mind too yeah wouldn't that be something with it no crowd oh my god yeah. dude I, you know I, after all oh. of this that Fox is probably not going to be paying as much as they did to get Smackdown again it's definitely yeah. been a huge flop for Fox their their investment in this so they're probably taking that last bit of Fox money and they could put someone big like CM Puck in for the right amount of money, I bet. Sure. Mm-hmm. And now they have the money. And production cost is like super low, but also you don't have any house shows or in 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 arena seats. So who, yeah. kn- who knows how it will actually unfold. Yeah. Yep. That's all I got on SmackDown. That's all you got on SmackDown. Well, it's that's I think that's all I've got. I'm just checking to make sure I don't have anything else here. Um, okay. As always, guys, check out our Teespring store. It's in the link. It's in, it's in the whatever this is, the description down there. Ah, yes. Below. Click the link to our Facebook, Instagram, Teesprings. I think I'll throw in some of our past guest Teesprings in there. Oh, nice. We'll, we'll throw some Teesprings in there. Go support local indie wrestling as always. I mean, there's nothing, not too much going on right now, but if you can, go to websites. I know, actually, before I go out and say what I'm about to say, I want to make sure that I know it's the truth. Mm. And that is the fact that ppwwrestling.com is a website that I go to frequently and I look for things on there, such as you go to the store button Hmm. and you hit store. And I think. I'm hitting store and nothing is happening, but I think they are selling um, autograph photos from past stars. Man, my voice is getting back. It's really late. Uh, <laughs> so yes, they are selling. Let's see here. They still have uh, trading card sets on the website. So if you can pick up one of those, I would, I would, I have my set. I have a couple signed and my goal is to get them all signed because you know, I'm a Mark and uh, yeah, that's all I have. I have a South Philly finest sign. I think that's it right yeah then they have like who's some people here uh oh wow i actually might buy that that uh uh, chris the first show that we ever uh, that show when we did all those interviews Mm -hmm. a full signed poster for twenty dollars oh nice yeah i you know what anyways they got other stuff they got santino morella they got ryback they got two cold scorpio coco beware chris masters blue meanie i mean the list goes on and on and on and it's still going mvp hey no stop it oh, tjp i mean anyone you think of it's ever been the pbw they're there they've got all the autographs so uh, that's all there's time right now until we do i don't know outdoor show possibly driving somewhere 
mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. But, uh, yep, like always, Sport Indie Wrestling. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's not existent, but it's there. Um, yeah, and it's been episode 22. Get excited for 25, guys. Got some fun stuff in the works for that. So, as always, I am Curtis Kowalski. I'm Chris McNaney. And I'm Mario. And we'll see you guys next week. And, Brian, you better show up. <laughs>